Today is Tuesday, September 20th. Today's my wife Savannah's birthday, so be sure to give her a happy birthday shout out. The title for our devotional is A Losing Strategy. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus teaches a number of things that don't seem like a winning strategy to our ears, yet they are the way of Jesus. Matthew 5, 10 through 12, we read, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Again, this hardly seems like a winning strategy. In conventional wisdom, blessed people are those who manage to avoid persecution and slander. What I really want you to see is how Jesus expands the perspective of his followers with his teaching. Their reward is not in their immediate physical realm or circumstances. It is in heaven. By zooming out, disciples of Jesus are reminded that this life is not all there is. Eternal rewards in heaven are far more valuable than a win here and now. As I said yesterday, when we view our world through this lens of winning and losing, the perspective is always too narrow and the timeline is too short. God's perspective is cosmic and eternal. In that perspective, we know he wins, even if it means us taking an L in the here and now. Going on in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, 38 to 48, we read, You have heard that it was said, eye for an eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. A few verses later, Jesus again flips the conventional wisdom on its head and calls his disciples to obedience and virtue instead of calling them to do whatever it takes to win. Now, it's important to note that in verse 39, Jesus specifies the right cheek. It was assumed most people were right-handed in this day, so this type of slap would be more of an insult than a threat of violence. So this isn't necessarily talking about self-defense here. So if someone insults you, you are not to retaliate. If someone asks for something, you should lend to them, and even more than than what they asked for. Again, this hardly seems like a winning strategy if we're viewing things from a competition point of view. Jesus then goes a step further and teaches that his disciples are to love and pray for those who would persecute them. In this, we're acting like God who causes it to rain on the righteous and the unrighteous alike. Yet again, this type of posture towards those who seek to insult us or do us harm is rooted in, not in winning in the here and now. It's rooted in obedience doing what is right and virtuous, like God. This requires a bigger perspective and a deeper commitment to the way of Jesus. This type of response doesn't make much sense without those two things. Everything in us says to respond with an eye for an eye mentality, fight fire with fire, get even, own the enemy, etc. Our value of competition in our culture, whether it be 
from sports to economics even, drives this mentality and this response within us. Yet, these responses are not in line with the way of Jesus, as he teaches us in the Sermon on the Mount. So for reflection time today, I want you to really spend some time on this. I try to leave you some good time at the end of the devotional here. To think about your response to a loss, an insult, or even just an annoyance. How did you respond? Did you retaliate? Were you anxious? Were you uncertain or lacking in confidence as examples? And just ask yourself the question as you process through some of your recent losses, insults, or annoyances. And what does that response say about you?